You already know what's going on. Let's get it right into it. Let's get right into it. Um, it's a tripod podcast, episode ninety-six. Um, and let's just right hop, hop into it or hop into it. Uh, shout out to everybody listening to Spotify, Apple, blah blah blah. Um, man. Um, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Um. This is what I've been waiting for for five years. Um, in a situation where Kevin Durant needs to perform, you know, because, you know, the last five years, I mean, the decisions he's made with teams, yada, 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 we know, we know, you know, the wars, the nets, he's been with teams that have been in situations where he has not had to, you know, play to a um, – a level that he has to perform at this is the this was the first game that he had to be like okay if i don't perform well uh the team's gonna lose and this was exactly what i wanted i like i'm a kd fan um but you know with him going to certain teams it just felt like it disrespected himself in a way I just like that was my whole thing like you know KD I just want KD to be the guy and like no certain that he um because okay we all know Kevin Durant's always been a top three player his whole you know career if he was with OKC with these teams where you know he was the main player there was no like um argument you know, because like now with the Nets, like I would argue James Harden is very close to Kevin Durant um, when it comes to these uh, top five, top ten um, uh, games, top ten uh, rankings. Um, yes, James Harden did play last night, but it was he was not 100 um, percent. And with teams and, you know, he was he was 60 percent, I would say maybe 70. But, you know, it was the time where like. Kevin Durant had to perform, and I loved it. Um, yeah, I loved it. I loved it so much. Uh, I just can't believe, like, Stephen A. Stephen A was, like, yesterday was going, like, or he was like, oh, Kevin Durant's going to score 50 points. Boom, Kevin Durant scores 49. The man Kevin Durant scored 49 points, I think 17 rebounds, 10 assists. He led every stat category. He led in blocks, he led in steals, points, rebounds, assists. That is – I love that so much. Um, I love it. It's it's what I have been wanting this whole time. Um, and, man, Giannis onto can make a free throw. Man. Disappointing disappointing i will say it was very disappointing um this has been my problem with the bucks man the last three years this has been my problem with just that organization they've not surround they have not surrounded Giannis with a playmaking guard um, you know, I did say the, the other day, like, okay, if Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday can maybe, like, combine themselves and to be, like, that type of guy. But, man, there are some very questionable shots by Middleton uh, in the second half. He was performing well in the first half. 
But the second half, it's just it's weird seeing Chris Middleton taking crucial shots um, in this series. It's very disappointing. Um, and this is my whole deal with Giannis. In order for Giannis to win a championship, to win a title, he needs a superstar guard. I don't care how you get him. Trade everyone on your team. Trade everyone on your team because you cannot have Chris Middleton shooting your crucial shots towards the end of the game. And, you know, a lot of people have been making great, like, points. Like, like also, like, I see Giannis as a Shaq. Giannis is the Shaq of this generation in the way of, like, he really can't shoot threes. He really can't shoot free throws. I mean, he was lucky yesterday scoring, I think, two threes. Um, I mean, it's – with a Shaq-type player – he can get you everything for the first 40 minutes of the game, the first 44 minutes of the game. That last four to five minutes is where you need that guard, where you need that playmaking guard. And that's the same thing. And I hate to compare it to Kobe and Shaq, but I do see Giannis as a potential Shaq type of dude. If Giannis had, let's see, if Giannis had Bradley Bill, Team would the team would be so drastically different. Um, you just it's so crazy how close they are, but not close at the same time. Um, it's it's disappointing. I'm not gonna say it, it's uh, what is it? What am I trying to say? Because um, the forty the first forty four minutes, Giannis will get his buckets. I'm not denying Giannis is a great player in himself. He's a top ten, top five ish and eh, not top five top 10 player he needs a playmaking guard to in order for him to be successful um to in order to win these games in order to win playoff games um it, it's it, it is it, you just need balance and it's very disappointing i mean Giannis, I, I to me Giannis feels like he wants to be lebron but he needs to embrace being Shaq more. Uh, he's trying to tend more to being a guardy forward when he's to be more like a center forward. Um, and there's nothing wrong with being a Shaq. Like, come on now. Shaq is the fourth best player ever, fourth and fifth best player ever. Like, just, he needs to just embrace the center position a lot more. That's my whole ordeal with him. Man, I the first half I said I said it's gonna be Bucks and six. They're gonna win this game, they're gonna win game six in Milwaukee for sure. Um man. Mm-mm-mm. My prediction now, I think Milwaukee will win game six, but then Brooklyn will win game seven. I think I think Brooklyn really emphasize winning game five because they knew if Milwaukee won game five and then going back to Milwaukee for game six, that was going to be a problem. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, man, it's crazy. Um, wow. It was a very interesting situation. Um, 
Yeah, just all around impressed. All around impressed. Kevin Durant proved that he was a top top three player last night. I mean, we all knew that, but I mean, now Kevin that was a Kevin that was a Kevin Kevin Durant iconic game of like, okay, maybe he is better than LeBron. I will easily say that. I think Kevin Durant might be the best player in the league as of this moment. For sure, for hundred thousand percent. Because LeBron's been struggling with injuries. LeBron's been struggling just being old, you know. So, yeah. So, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I wonder if James Harden will play in Game Six. I heard some something where they they might sit him a little bit more, um, knowing that not it is an elimination game. It's tough, man. It's gonna be tough. Very interesting three series playoffs going on right now. Um, yeah, crazy. Um, what else? Man, I'm just impressed. I, I'm really happy for Kevin Graham. Um, I saw that. I thought like Chris Paul had a little COVID violation. I'm confused as to whether he actually got COVID or if he went or if he violated protocols for the NBA. I don't know what's going on. It's very, very, um, the wording they use is very, I just don't know what is this rules. Um, Cause I just know like what Porzingis got uh, fine because he went to a strip club, but then, like, LeBron um, went to, like, a Drake party, but didn't get fined. I don't know what Chris Paul did. So, I don't know what the, like, standard is. Um, I know the LeBron-Porzingis difference was a big difference because I think LeBron had, um, like, a, it was, like, more of a meeting party. It wasn't, like, a party party, like, now it's a strip club, but – yeah, I don't know. I think uh, – yeah, I'm very curious to see what uh, Chris Paul got into. So, we'll see what happens. Man, I just – well, he might be out for two weeks missing game one, maybe game two. They better hope the Jazz-Clippers game goes seven games. Um, man, that was very – Chris Paul cannot catch a break in playoffs. Injury and cope like, it's just – Oh, man, I really want Chris Paul to win. I really want him to win. Speaking of Chris Paul, like, everybody's kind of, like, you know, ranking top five point guards of all time. And, you know, I've been really thinking about it. I've been really looking at rankings. I've been thinking about it, meditating on it. And and I can 100% say this. If Chris Paul wins the championship, I have no problem putting in him in my top five. 100%. He will be in the top five if he wins the championship, hundred percent, no ifs ands or buts. I mean, he might be a top five in some rankings here and there, you know, here and there. But I think if Chris Paul wins, you have to have him in your top five. Um, man, speaking of which, like, come, remember a couple months ago, like everybody was on Russell Westbrook, like being a top three point guard of all of all time. I was like, y'all are on crack because no. So Chris Paul being a top five, I think – because my t- when people ask me my top five point guards, 
I always name four for sure. And then after four, it gets that's the questionable spot. But I think Chris Paul will solidify the fifth spot at least minimum if he wins championship, maybe even with the finals berth. Um, but because for sure, my top four, I mean, in order, maybe uh, Magic, Steph, um, Magic, Steph, John Stockton, and IT. People do put Oscar. Man, that is tough. I totally forgot about Oscar. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I hate this. Because I, I think John Stockton is great as well. Man, I'm not going to lie. I thought I was on to something. It, the point guards is so tough. Um, But I don't know. I think Chris Paul will. Whoa, wait, wait, I'm stupid. Let me take all this back. I am correct with my 100% Chris Paul being a top five because I will put Chris Paul's championship over John Stockton's back-to-back finals appearances. I will happily do that. So I might like four solidified are uh, Magic, Steph, Oscar, and it and then be chris paul for sure 100 percent um because that fifth spot has always been questionable i have always put john stockton that's always been my fifth guy uh point guard list so with that being said it's always been john stockton jason kidd kinda steve nash kinda um you know jason kidd is interesting because he has a championship and has two finals appearances. But, you know, that championship may be Jason Kidd was like the third best player on that team. So it counts, but not really. Um, Jason Kidd's legacy would be so different if he had won one of those um, finals, I think, 03 and 02, those back-to-back. Totally, his legacy would be totally different. Um, But... Yeah, Steve Nash always comes around. Um, Right now, I would have... I think I would put Nash over CP3 right now. But I think if if CP3 wins or goes to the finals, at least, I think that deserves him over Nash for sure. That will definitely clinch him a six spot in that top six point guards mm, man yeah i would i would i think the finals birth would very i would very happily put him over nash and kid for sure because man this this playoffs is a career changer for chris paul um mixed with last year and then mixed with the rockets stint like he has really proved himself the last five years and i'm very impressed um yeah so so we'll see what happens um shout out to Devin Booker though it hasn't been all Chris Paul like Chris this is the first time Chris Paul has a very superstar teammate um 
Yeah. I don't know why this reminds me, but it reminds me, this scene reminds me of, this might be a stretch, but it reminds me of the 99 and 2000 Pacers when, you know, they had Reggie Miller and then they acquired Mark Jackson. And to my extent, I think Mark Jackson really propelled them and took them to the next step uh, to go to the finals. I think in what, 2000? Um, and got, I think got him really close to 99, something like that. So yeah, it's a very interesting time. Cause Devin Booker, man, he's been in the league for a while. Like his first six years, he is definitely a late bloomer, man. I'm, I'm just happy for Dev, man. Just... And then Aiton has definitely taken a step up. Um, Yeah, very intriguing. Speaking of Aiden, what am I going to say? And Trey and Luke, I'm about to get into Luca. My friend Blake Chancellor had a very interesting point that I was like, man, that, that's, that's, it's sad, but I mean, I don't know how I feel about it. You know, with the Suns, with the Hawks, and then you compare him with the Mavs. Okay, the Suns, they got Devin Booker, and then they got DeAndre Ayton, and then they threw in Chris Paul. Devin Booker was not good enough to lead a team to the playoffs. Devin Booker by himself could, could not really do much. So they were still bad. And then that's how they got DeAndre Ayton. And then that's how, the, you know, they got, what, Sarge? Is he still even on the team? But I'm not even going to talk about him. I'm just saying they were still lottery-esque. Um, and then you look at the Hawks. You have, you have Trey Young. He, by himself, Trey Young by himself can almost get you a playoffs, but not quite. So they got Trey Young. And then they got John Collins. And then now they're getting these surrounding guys, Bogdanovich. Wait, I think one of those, one of those bull bon, what a, you know what I'm talking about. I got uh, Clint Capella with the Mavs. With Luca being so good and elevating these teams to playoffs, we have not really had a lottery pick. After Luca, because Luca has just been so good. It's one of those like, okay, yes, it's bad, but th- it just shows how much Luca's helped. I mean, you could say the same thing with LeBron back in the day. LeBron was so good right away that they really didn't have any lottery picks to kind of help him along the way. Um, I mean, you know, with MJ, MJ got kind of lucky with getting Scottie Pippen. Because MJ by himself could not elevate a team to like a top four, top five. So Luka and LeBron are different in that scenarios. So, you know, with our bad luck, with Porzingis just being so bad, it would have been very nice for Luka to maybe get a, have a 2019 or 20, no, no, 2019 or 2020 
top 10 pick in there, you know, that would have been kind of interesting. Kind of just because Luka needs a buddy. Luka needs a buddy. Trey Young has a buddy. Dev now has a buddy with, you know, Aiton long term. Um, and then also Mavs have always been bad with free agent signings and kind of surrounding talent. I mean, saw that with Dirk. Um, so I thought that was a very interesting point. I thought that was – it basically said, okay, Mavs definitely need to sign free agents uh, for real. Um, I, we need a Jason Terry. We need we need a Jason Terry, but we need a Jason Terry to be like a third-esque type of player, third option. Um Let's look at Jason. Let's look at now Jason Terry. <sighs> right. Um, what else? What else? What else, man? But okay, speaking of Luca, the whole Luca Mavs thing. What in the world? I was like, oh no, it's gonna be bad because I already know they're gonna say Luca to the Lakers, and sure enough. Yesterday on first take, of course, they're debating on whether Luca's going to go to the Lakers. I'm like, guys, can we like slow down for a second? I mean, it all reminds me of LeBron, like easily. Um, it's LeBron, but worse because I mean, at maybe LeBron's fifth or sixth year, they were like, you know, debating is he going to go to the Knicks or whatever. But this is a third year, Luca. I mean, I can see it. I mean. One thing I do love about Luca is that I think I think Luca would leave if the Mavs do not surround him with help, and that's what I hated about Dirk was because the Mavs were not helping Dirk much, and I wanted Dirk to leave. I was so pro trade Dirk, especially like in the 2013 era, because we're wasting Dirk. We were wasting. We wasted Dirk's. Uh, post-championship career. I was so, like, because I was like, okay, we're not going to, like, help him, so we should trade him because, you know, very mutual. Let Dirk have more opportunities with a winning team or sign better players, not Monta Ellis. So, yeah, that, that was my whole thing with the – I think – I remember being like the only one um, getting hate for that opinion. But I was like, if we're not going to help him, what are we doing? This man's a Hall of Fame player, and we are disrespecting Dirk. I will never, like, get over that. But um, all that to say, the Maps have not had a great um, life with signing free agents. And I fear that Luca. I think Luca would leave for sure. And I like that. I like putting pressure on the Mavs front office. I like that. I'm like, all right, if you don't help me, I'm going to find help myself. And I love that. I love it. I love it. Yeah, that's fun. So we'll see. I mean, I don't know what the Mavs can do, man. I don't know. Um... Also, the Kawhi injury with Kawhi Leonard being out of game five today versus the Jazz. 
man, kind of sad. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Kind of sad because I think I thought we were on the verge of another 20, like another Kawhi playoff run, like the 2019 one, which was so magical. Very disappointed. I'm very disappointed. I'm not going to lie. On God. But. And they're saying he might be out for the whole series. I don't remember asking. I remember they asked Kawhi like game four, the last game, like, oh, how's your uh, foot or whatever it is, hamstring. And um, and Kawhi was like, oh, that's all good. No problem. And I was like, OK, cool. Let's move on. And then game five. Oh, it was it was a problem. I guess so. But, man, very disappointed. I mean, I kind of hope – I can't believe I'm saying this, but I kind of hope Paul George steps up. Because I do not want – I don't want Utah, man. I don't want the Jazz. They're okay, but it's, it's the Jazz. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um That's a very it's – a, that's a tough blow. For the, for the Clippers. I think the Jazz are going to win this game tonight. Game five. And I think maybe Kawhi could maybe come back for game six. And like kind of limp around and shoot. And then win game seven. I kind of hope. I hope. But I don't know, man. Donovan Mitchell is a bad dude. Donovan Mitchell is that guy. So, um, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Um, what else? Uh, what else? Last second, last second. Um, oh, no, no, no. Oh, I saw this one article the other day. This is very random, music-wise now. Um, about Rick Ross. That... The rapper Rick Ross for anybody not knowing what uh, music is, but what what's the article? He says he never flies like first class, and like he flies Delta, and apparently he cuts his own grass because he found out from somebody else that this one guy was spending a million dollars. For having a lawn mowing company mows grass, which now that I'm saying it, that's very skeptical. A million dollars? How much grass do you have? That you need a million? That's a lot of. I mean, I would not put it back back, or I would not put it past Rick Ross for having that much land. Um, that's a very concerning amount of land. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, but yeah, I, um, that, I thought that was like just so. That's so smart. I mean, I like it. I like it. I always kind of think to myself, like, okay, you know, when I'm on planes, I'm sitting in my little coach or whatever, not coach, economy seat. And I'm like, okay, if I had a million dollars or like, you know, was that type of dude, would I still get first class? And I was like, I don't think so. I don't think I would get first class. And I, I had that relation the other day. I was like, I would do that. I would I would just still get economy. Because here's my thing. Okay, 
you get first class, what I think what is it's like double the price of a normal ticket. I or maybe fifty percent up. It's such a like temporary thing, experience. And what you get you get drinks. Okay, cool. You're by yourself though. And and I also had this thought the other day. I because I would rather spend that what fifty to hundred dollars extra on something else at the place I was at. I would rather spend that on a food with friends. I'd rather spend that with alcohol with friends. I think alcohol gets such a bad rap. Of course, of course, I understand. Not trying to go on that side of this argument. I'm trying to bring it back to this side. With alcohol, of course, you're going to be with friends drinking it because I I don't drink by myself. But to be with friends, that's more of an enjoyable moment. So I've always thought, um, because people call me frugal for that opinion. I'm like, no, I'm still going to want to spend the money. Oh, okay. People don't actually call me that, but I'm just saying like, I think that would, I think people would call me frugal for that opinion. Or maybe they're like, oh, maybe you're smart. I don't get it. I don't care. But I'm just saying like, I've always had that. Like I've always would, I would spend bukus of money when I'm in a social setting. When I'm by myself, I don't want to spend money on myself for an experience by myself. You know, I've, I just, I don't know. I just uh, think of it very different. I'd rather spend on food and drinks with people. Yeah, that's all. So I don't know about the Rick Ross article now. I mean, I think everybody says that, but maybe, I mean, I bet Rick Ross does first class here and there. He probably, he doesn't, I don't think, I don't think he even has a private jet. Kind of interesting. Um, all right, man, let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up. Um Okay, song of the week shout out. Uh song of the week. Um what was the song I saved? Still cooking by Larry June. Larry June's a Larry June, I don't know how to describe his rap because he's not really a good rapper. That's a very weird statement to say, but I still listen to him. How do I describe this? Larry June is like if audiobooks and music became a thing together because he does not really have a good rapping voice but he says a lot of good message uh positive affirmations like it's still music of course but it's like he's like oh eating healthy uh at the beach spending money (laughs) like it's it's like if jay-z wasn't really good at music but still tried to make music that's all I'm gonna say about it. I don't. You just gotta go listen to it. It's a very weird thing that I know I'm saying. It's very interesting. Uh, it has that. It does have a West Coast uh, type of rap. Uh, kind of reminds me of Dom Kennedy. Uh, to all my millennials out there, but um, but yeah, it's I like it. I like it, man. I like it. I like his little 
because he has a little aesthetic to him too with the orange juice or oranges. It's interesting, but um, yeah, that's it. Uh, shout and also shout out to DBU baseball. Um, man, heartbreaking. DBU baseball was like two innings away from the co- the, the main College World Series. Um, they got heartbroken because what well, they were down a, they were up one run with two outs in the seventh inning, and then they gave up a grand slam. That's heartbreaking. Um, but I think that's just karma for not karma, but like it got balanced out because I think the the previous regional DBU had a situation almost just like that. So, man, you gotta come and come and goes, man, come and goes. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, thank you for watching. Um, I think we're up to. Yeah, wait. I think we're about to approach 200 hours of listening time, watch time on YouTube. That's kind of cool. All right, whatever. Um, thank you for watching. Peace. Shout outs to everybody. Shout right.